Welcome to the Ivy Church podcast. For more podcasts and information about Ivy Church, go to ivychurch.org. One day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at a time of prayer at three in the afternoon. Now, a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, and as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, silver or gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them to the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognised him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened. While the man held on to Peter and John, all the people were astonished and came running to them in the place called Solomon's Colonnade. When Peter saw this, he said to them, Fellow Israelites, why does this surprise you? Why do you stare at us as if by our own power or godliness we had made this man walk? By faith in the name of Jesus, this man who you see and know was made strong. It is Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that has completely healed him, as you can all see. Now, fellow Israelites, I know that you acted in ignorance as did your leaders. Repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. Wow, what an incredible, miraculous healing of that man. I suspect that that day he was probably just expecting a few coins from Peter and John, but what he received was full healing and restoration. This man had been begging at the temple gate day in, day out. His life was literally in the gutter. Every day he met religious men who gave him coins. This day he met with men who knew Jesus and who were, who were known and commissioned by him. And these men gave him life. Every other day he would have received silver and gold. This day he received full and complete healing. I wonder how many people we come across whose lives are in the gutter, who are just about surviving. People who think they need silver and gold, but actually they need Jesus. People who have plenty of silver and gold, and so therefore they think they don't need Jesus. How many times do we as Christians just bring silver and gold when we also could bring the life-changing power of Jesus Christ? Here on earth, silver and gold are valuable and we should never fail to give abundantly whenever and wherever we can to those who need it. But let's remember that in heaven, silver and gold is tarmac. What we as disciples of Jesus have to give people is life-saving, life-changing for eternity. So sit up, listen, we're commissioned and on mission right here, right now. And our power and authority is all in the name of Jesus Christ. Philippians 2, 9, 11 says this, Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, 
that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. The name of Jesus is powerful because the name represents him. It represents all of who he is, our resurrected king who is seated at the right hand of the Father. He is before all things and in him all things hold together. It's his name. It's not a magic word like abracadabra or a special coin with which we get everything we want from the vending machine of life or even just a guaranteed formula for prayer in the name of Jesus. His name represents all of the person of Jesus. When we call on his name, we call on him. I wonder what we expect when we come to Jesus in prayer. Are our expectations in line with who he is or are our expectations based more on who we are? I wonder if our prayers are often informed by what we think of ourselves. I wonder if on the days when we feel encouraged and equipped and empowered that we dare ask the massive prayers and on the days when we're just not feeling it, when we're so aware of our own sin and unrighteousness, we ask and expect so little because we don't deserve it. Have you ever felt like that? I know many, many times I have. But I remember a few years ago praying about something. I can't even remember what it was I was praying about. But in the middle of my ramblings, I had a very strong sense that Jesus asked me a question. He said, who do you think you're talking to? Who do you think I am? As you can imagine, it stopped me in my prayer tracks. Who we think he is will absolutely inform our relationship with him, our conversation with him and our asks of him. Knowing Jesus, being saved and redeemed and brought back to God is the biggest miracle ever and the one through which we enter into that close relationship with the Father, where we get to know him through his word and his work in us. Maybe this is you today. Maybe today you need to hear this part of this message. Get to know me. When we know Jesus, we will better understand who his name represents. And when we pray in his name, we pray without, without expectations based on us, but based on who he is. Peter had no doubt about who Jesus was. He knew exactly where his power and authority came from. When the crowds gathered and gawped at them, Peter said, fellow Israelites, why does this surprise you? Why do you stare at us as if by our own godliness or power we had made this man walk? By faith in the name of Jesus, this man whom you see and know was made strong. It's Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that's completely healed him. You see, it wasn't Peter's or John's power. It's not mine or yours. It's not about who we are. It's all about who he is. And now you can breathe a sigh of relief. But we can't sit back and just watch because we have a mandate. We are on mission. At the start of Jesus' ministry, he said about himself the words of the prophet Isaiah. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for captives and release from darkness the prisoners. Jesus was sent to do the will of the Father. He was anointed and empowered by the Spirit of God. 
When Jesus returned to the Father, he also commissioned us to continue his work on the earth, to proclaim the good news, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for captives, to release people from depression, despair, torment, heartache, to heal the sick and drive out demons. Jesus said, very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing and they will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father and I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. Even greater because we are greater in number. He was one man on the earth and we are over two billion and growing. The great news is that he has commissioned us, you and me, his disciples, his sons and daughters. We carry the mandate of heaven. As the physical body of Christ on the earth, we are called and equipped with everything we need to continue his mission on the earth. How does that make you feel? What's your response? Like me, you may have previously found yourself feeling a little bit out of your depth with that, a bit out of your ability. Like, I'm not that good at this yet. I'm not good enough, holy enough, powerful enough to do the supernatural stuff. How many times have we heard of or witnessed supernatural healing and a little voice has said, that's because they're holier or more mature or more experienced than you. I wonder how many times we've looked for a certain person in the room to pray for us because they're better at this than me. Well, let me speak boldly like Peter. Fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, why do you look to yourself as if by your own lack of power or godliness you could prevent these things from happening? It is Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that will accomplish his work on the earth. Amen. When we pray in Jesus' name, it's his signature on his work for his glory. It's his name printed across his mandate to redeem, reconcile and restore. We carry the mandate of Jesus in the authority of his name and by the power of his spirit. Be encouraged. Be filled with courage. This is all his work through his body and therefore the outcome is all him. We can't take any of the glory for the, the miraculous work of Jesus and neither do we carry any burden when we don't immediately see the outcome we expect. We trust in his name to accomplish all he has set before us in his way and in his time. So what's stopping you? If you still have a yes but today, bring that to the cross and nail it there. What we need to know today is that we've been given everything we need in the name of Jesus and in the power of the Holy Spirit. It's all him. So don't sit back in the back seats and spectate any longer. Don't let the enemy question the authority of the name of Jesus because he will. He will say, did he really say that about you? Our answer is yes, it is written and at his name you have to bow. Don't hide your light under a bowl. Don't withhold from anyone the power you carry to bring the gospel, to bring freedom and healing, to bring eternity to those around you. In the name of Jesus, you have everything you need. And remember, one day every pain will cease. Every sickness and disease will be no more. In heaven, all is made perfect. But here and now, there are still billions of people who need Jesus and he has sent you and me to reach those who are near us. His redeeming work of the cross to reconcile man to God can only happen here in this life.
It's only here we get to bring people to Jesus, to set captives free, to heal the sick and bring light and hope in darkness. It's only here we get to overcome the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. So stand in the authority of the name of Jesus. Pray in the power of the Holy Spirit. Speak the truth of his name to overcome every name and continue to do the work of the Father through Jesus Christ in us. Thanks for listening. For more podcasts, go to ivychurch.org media.